Good morning, November 5th, 2023. Uh, we're back at it with the coach and Czar. Uh, Czar, you had a pretty cool day yesterday, uh, college football day. You had a little bit of everything. You had a little bit of college football. You had a little bit of, uh, of hockey last night. Uh, you want to you wanna just briefly jet through it quick? Yeah, it was an incredible experience. I got to thank DraftKings and the Blackhawks for all they do. DraftKings, um, as you guys probably know, I, I have um, – um, my level is enough that I invited some things and uh, they had a VIP watch party. And basically, if you have not been down to the DraftKings, that it's it's actually built into Wrigley Field. I didn't know it was built into Wrigley Field. They have doors so that go enter, to the game. Can you enter Wrigley Field from the sports book? <laughs> Uh, you know what? I didn't, but I think I could have. I think there's they have like a separate room in there, too, that you can go back and forth. Um, but I think, you know, I didn't want to push. I was already thankful to be there. Uh, I did see people walking in to the the um, sportsbook area from the upstairs from the game. So, again, I I think you maybe I don't I don't know what it takes, but you can. Yeah, it, it's possible to do it. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. They have two levels and it. If you've, it kind of reminds me of the old um, coach. Was it Venetian that has that big circle? Um, yes, yes. Yeah, we used to love Venetian before Circa and some of these others came out. But Vene- it's it's very similar to Venetia's uh, sports book, and as as it's like a long curve. You have a downstairs and upstairs and upstairs. You have these comfortable chairs. You could just sit and look over the landing. And I mean, they had like 20 games on at once. It, it was almost too much for my eyes, but uh, it was it was fun. And, you know, they had, of course, Northwestern on the big screen because that's what we're, we're connected to Wrigley. And that's where the game was. It was mobbed before a Northwestern game before the game they had the marching band. They had they shut down the streets. It was it reminded me of uh, the last time I was in Fenway for like an exciting Boston game where everyone was in the street having fun and, and it was just nuts. Um, so, so for us, uh, we just got in, they gave us a nice swag bag. We got hats, backpack, all kinds of stuff, which was sweet. And then, uh, we went upstairs, all the food and drink you can eat. And then what we did is we get, we stayed there until about the end of the third quarter. Cause we wanted to get over to the United center and, and just see the atrium. I know you saw some of the stuff that they have. They have like a DJ, they got all kinds of stuff going on on the inside. They also have a FanDuel, um, a little sports book outlet there. And neither of these places can take bets yet at those sites because they have to, since they're new locations, they have to get these passed, but th- it's going to happen. I it's think you're going to see, yeah, you're going to see every single um, sport major uh, sporting venue having a book there uh, that when, when it's legal, right. You see FanDuel at, at United center, you see DraftKings at Wrigley and you're going to see this at a lot of places. Um, so, so we saw that and then we, we stayed for the game, which, um, you know, you can, you can add to that, but, um, it was, it was just a great, 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 uh, day. And we, um, we had a tremendous time. You know, you talk about those different casinos going up. You mentioned the Venetian, the Venetian switched over to, uh, the Venetian switched over to the Yahoo. So that's a Yahoo Sports. They totally redid it. So at the Venetian, that looks pretty cool. And then their uh, uh, DraftKings opened up in Arizona, uh, in Scottsdale. They have a whole outdoor area uh, and indoor area. So these things are popping up all over. And I just read that the uh, Florida is uh, the Seminoles are putting in a DraftKings there, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, so these things are going to be popping up all over the place. I know Circa's moved into Waukegan. Uh, Waukegan's got that bubble, but they're building a casino there. That's why it's a temporary bubble. So Circa Sports has already got dibs on that one, and that casino is supposed to be out of this world. So uh, you're going to see this sports investing world going more and more. Uh, I believe a couple more states opened up. Uh, like I said, they got it approved in Florida. I just think it's uh, uh, you're going to see more and more of these pretty cool places like attached to Wrigley, like you said, to the stadiums. And that's going to be fun for the gamblers and for the sports fans. So it's cool, cool things. And, uh, you know, leading us right into the, to the Blackhawks, I'll tell you what. Uh, let's talk about the good first. The Blackhawks won last night. I had them on the money line uh, plus one and a half. And I had Bedard to score and a point. The only thing he uh, let me down on was the Irishman, uh, the first goal. But they came out and were ready to rock and roll, weren't they? They were. And just to clarify, the Irishman is both score anytime and score first. You just bet enough to cover your – in case they don't bet first, you cover your um, your anytime goal. So the Irishman made a little – Irishman made a little bit of money, but um, – you hit the nail on the head. Blackhawks came out. They were skating fast. They looked rested. They looked focused. Um, they really, for a team that got whooped on by a, a, a mediocre Arizona team, they looked like they were on a mission for two periods. And then, um, you know, I think I mentioned to you, they kind of got in this situation. They're up 4-0. And, you know, looking around, you know, wow, there's a lot of time left. Now what do we do? It was almost like they're trying to kill penalties for – for the the last half of the second period and most of the third period. And finally, um, they they started to go on the aggressor a little bit more again. Yeah, it was a fun how, – how was the atmosphere? Was it, I, I see that it was just about a sellout. Pretty, yeah, it was – it was – I mean, the these were people who were thirsty for a winner, Coach. Trust me, when, when – when, I mean, I was high fiving everyone around me. There was little kids jumping around. They were screaming and yelling. Everyone was having a great time. And um, you know, of course, Bedard scored, which a lot of people wanted to see. And uh, and it was just a little bit of an electric atmosphere that I haven't been at in a while at an, a Chicago sporting event. So it was it was fun. It, and I think I texted you. We're at the ground floor of something special because um, you know they're just starting to figure things out you know it's going to take a while but they're not going to get worse and and um you know when you watch the pregame and guess who was one of the last guys on the ice practicing his stick handling and all that stuff uh let me guess connor yep so when your best guy is also one of your hardest workers um that's a nice that's a nice recipe for a good foundation so it was it was good to see if you haven't been to a game, you got to get out to a game. I was at their uh, opening night against the Knights. It was electric atmosphere. They're really you can sense it in the building, like you said. Uh, you got to get out to a game this year. Uh, it, they're competitive. Every game, they're competitive. They're young. They're playing hard. I mean, that's all you can ask. And like you said, it, it's going to be the ground floor, something special. Uh, the kid can play. So, well, here's let's move into the bad man. Uh, college football day. My. Uh, some of my plays didn't work out. A couple of them did. Boy, I took a beating on the Minnesota uh, call, Texas. Uh, I did not buy the hook on Texas, so lost that one. USC and uh, a Texas a ended up being a push for me. So uh, not a great day. Illinois came through and, and, and covered right at the very end. That looked like it was going to be a winner till about uh, 10 seconds left, and Illinois stuck it to me uh, once again. But uh, – 
talk about a winner. Bama was a winner last night. That was nice to see them. Uh, didn't you say that they earned a spot in the SEC championship now? That's I'm a almost positive that if you look at the standings, that it's it's near. I mean, they would have to. They have a couple games left, so I think mathematically they're not official. But I mean, for all intents and purposes, they're in. And, um, and it looks like they're going to play Georgia. Yep, they're going like to play Georgia. Line, so and the winner be- of that, the winner of that's going to go to the playoffs. The loser may not. Um, it definitely will not if it's Alabama. If it's Georgia, uh, it's debatable what the other teams do. And then uh, App State won, which. Uh, you know, I think the the end, end result was two and five. Not a great day, but with the Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks coming through, it was a pretty good. Uh, it was a it was a it was a slightly winning day, so that's not bad. But uh, well, let we me tell you today. What's that? Well, let me let me just give yeah. a quick oh, summary. Yeah, how right. They got me, and I got them. <laughs> so I fell for their damn it, DraftKings. They got me to play a four team parlay last night with a 50% boost. They got me coach. They got me. I, I just, I was, I was feeling the mojo at the DraftKings sports book. You know, they, they, they know what they're doing. They got me up there. They're, they're whining and dining me. And then next, you know, I'm putting in a, a, a bet I know is going to lose. So they got me there, but I did get um, something to fall my way, which doesn't happen very often. just want to briefly talk about what I did. Um, First of all, we've talked about before how it's really important to have multiple outlets, right? So if you don't have multiple outlets, um, you're, you're costing yourself. So I have an outlet with Heritage that we've talked about uh, a few times. Heritage has really, really good lines, but they also have one time a week uh, a, a no-juice college football game. Um, so usually, <clears throat> excuse me, usually what I try to do since it's no juice, I will try to bet the maximum on that and just hedge it other places or at least offset it. And my thought is, is that when you start betting $500 on a game, you get rated a certain amount, right? So sometimes I'll use boost and go the other way and just try not to lose money on that. <laughs> so it was a three in that Texas A&M Mississippi game, as you know, coach. So I had... Um, plus three, even money. And in that, by the time we were getting close to 11 a.m. when that game was kicking off, that a lot of people had that juice at plus three, minus 120 or something close to that, right? So like you said, buying a, a half was uh, kind of expensive, you know, if you would have tried to buy it to three and a half or a four. So it was a lot cheaper to buy a three down to a two and a half. So what I did is I, um, again, I, I, I kind of... <clears throat> expected not to make money on this. But what I did is I put 500 on uh, the dog plus three, which I think was A&M, right? And then I put um, 470 on the underdog minus two and a half. And I had to pay a little juice. I think it was only minus 12 or something, which is really good to buy off a three. Um, so I had a window there that if, if the dog covered, which I was expecting to happen, then I make 30 bucks. The only way I was going to lose is if if Mississippi won by more than two and a half. And, and coach, where did that score land? I think you might have already said it. It landed at three, didn't it? At three, yeah. So I ended up pushing the 500 and winning the 470, um, which I didn't get paid 470. That was my risk. But still on that play... I made $390 or so risk-free, not risk-free, um, but with without actually having a play on that one. And from more importantly to me, from heritage standpoint, that's almost $1,000 worth of bets that I put in, which puts me at a, a, it gets me rated at a higher level 
because all of these places are starting VIP programs. This is the type of thing that I will do. And sometimes I will sacrifice a little money up front. But once you start to get um, high status, you start to get certain perks, certain certain extra boosts and all these things. In the long run, trust me, it's it's well worth your while as, as evidence of yesterday getting to go to a, a, a watch party, all food and drink. For the second time this fall, we went in Kansas City too. So, so anyway, um, that was... That was something I wanted to share. If you have the opportunity to take advantage of Boost, but opposite ways, always, always, always max them out and, and take advantage of that status increase. And usually you could just guarantee yourself a little money. And, and you get to go to cool events and being a sports. I mean, if you're in the sports gambling, you get to go to cool sports events. That's, a, that's another advantage also. But the last couple of weeks, you and I have talked about the teams where the most bet uh, money are are on that side. What do you think it is this week? The three best, most bet teams right now as far as money. All right, let me you look. Got the at Chiefs. I was going to say Chiefs probably. Um, maybe Baltimore. I don't... You got you got the Eagles, and the Bengals are sneaking in there. So the the most bet teams uh, as far as money currently right now is the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Bengals. Also, another team that's up there, too, is is the Saints are getting a lot of love uh, versus our Chicago Bears. The Bears are getting nine and a half today. I, and I know the Bears don't look very good, but I, I got to believe that their their defense is, is, is a little jacked up for the move they made. And then they ended up sending signing that defensive end from from Washington to a ninety two million dollar deal. Isn't that what I saw? Ninety eight million dollar deal. So you got it. You got to believe they're going to be playing. You see an organization still investing and in trying to make moves to better the team. I got to believe that they're going to be playing with a little uh, a little spirit today. I, I don't know. What's your thoughts on the Bears today? Just just asking as a fan and as a as an investor. I think they lose. Really? I think I think they lose, but they cover. Yeah. So that's I do like that one. I like them. I think I think they will cover. I. You got the Eagles tonight. I, I'm actually leaning towards Dallas too. And in the last couple of weeks, the teams that were to bet most money, the most money bet on them, if you faded them, you won. I think they were five, five, zero, and one. Uh, the three bet, uh, three most bet teams the last two weeks. Uh, if you faded them, you were five, zero, and one. So uh, we've talked about it every week. I actually like the Dallas. That led me into. I actually like the Dallas Cowboys tonight getting three. I like the Bears today getting nine and a half. And I'm looking at this Cardinals team, this Arizona Cardinals. They're, this is an NFL team getting 12 and a half points. I think this thing opened up at them getting eight. I think uh, Cleveland Browns were minus eight when it opened. Now, now they're minus 12 and a half. I don't know. That, that's a pretty big number for, for – uh, isn't Kyler Murray playing today or a little bit? I, you know what? I'm guessing that number is suggesting they're putting that rookie out there and they're just going to say we're going to get the number one pick. Um, okay, so maybe that's a stay-away game. Maybe that's that. Maybe that's why it bumped up from minus eight all the way up to minus uh, 12 and a half. So. Well, when that, yeah, when, when the opening line came out last week, Dobbs was still on the team and, and – in some cases, respectable, right? He was, their offense wasn't flourishing, but he was keeping them in games for the most part. Now Dobbs is gone. And I think when they announced they're going to the rookie now, to my knowledge, that's what they're doing, but obviously they could all, 
be um, it could be a mirage and they may try to do surprise Cleveland, but Cleveland's defense is pretty damn good. Um, and you have a rookie quarterback there that at best has taken, you know, snaps since the trade deadline, right? The, I don't know. I doubt that Arizona knew they were going to trade Dobbs two weeks ago. So, so this guy hasn't even probably been playing, taking practice reps, maybe scout team. So um, we'll see, you know, like you said, when a line jumps like that, it screams backdoor cover, but it sure seems like they're trying to get you to take Arizona with pumping that almost up to 14 points. Yeah. That may be a stay away there. Um, do we got a teaser this week? I know you've been killing it on the teasers. Do you, do you have uh, anything that fits the bill this week? I do. Let me, let me tell you three that are close. Um, and I haven't pulled the trigger on any of these yet. Uh, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Ironically, Cleveland was going to be one of them, but, um, that needed to stay around eight, eight and a half. Now at 13, it's, it's a no go. Um, so the first one is Tampa Bay. Now, now these are like your add on to the main team. Okay. So I'm giving you three options for that. And I'll give you my favorite one, Tampa Bay. The only thing is, is Tampa Bay now is plus three in some places, so there's an argument to say that if you're going to take the teaser, if you can already get the three, the value of the teaser is not as much. So if you see flat two and a halfs at game time, Tampa Bay may be one of those. I like the fact that the, the point total is only 40, which is really, really low. Um, then the second one is Washington. You know, before we got on, you talked about how that that line looks a little fishy. Um, it's only, it hasn't moved very much since they've made these trades and that line's 41. And again, they're same as Tampa Bay though. It's a two and a half or a three. If you're going to take Tampa or Washington and there's a three out there, you might as well take the three, right? Depending on what the juice is and everything. So, so that's, that would be the argument on both of those. The next one is Buffalo. So the the drawback is the total's really high, so the value of points isn't isn't as good. But this this is a situation, coach, that the opening line was Buffalo minus one and a half on the road. Cincinnati goes to San Francisco and wins, and that flips to two and a half Cincinnati's favorite. So that's a four point swing. This is the thing I love to look for. Um, the only drawback is the total has gone up four points too. So they probably figured Cincinnati's figured it out and is going to put up a lot of points. Um, but that's, if the total was lower, that would be my number one Buffalo getting eight and a half on the road, but it's not. So again, you know, choose your poison on there. If you don't have the ability to take a, um, an open teaser, you could pick one of those three if you would like, but my favorite one coach is Carolina. So Carolina is playing Indianapolis at home. Carolina's coming off a win. Now, I'm not suggesting that Carolina is going to go on this crazy run of wins, but it shows, you know, a young team like that comes out of the bye week and they've been playing a little bit better. Their quarterback is a rookie. He's been playing a little bit better and you finally get a win. So now this week's practice had to be spirited. Indianapolis has got Minshew, their rookie quarterbacks hurt, and they're just kind of stuck in neutral, I think. So I don't know that Indianapolis is going to be 
you know, all that impressive outdoors on the road. I don't know what the weather conditions are. I do wish the total was a little lower because it was 42 and a half last week. Now it's up to 45. Uh, again, that may be a byproduct of Carolina finally scoring a little, uh, a little points. But other than that, my top play is Carolina plus uh, taking that six points, getting them over or equal to eight, depending on whether you have a two or two and a half. And, and just thinking that this is going to be a game within seven. Will Carolina win? I don't know, um, you know, but I think it'll be three or four point game in the end. And uh, and I, I could just I could easily see Carolina win and as I could Indianapolis. So so anyway, a home team getting two and a half um, and, and the total, you know, a little higher than what I would like at 40, you know, 44, 45. But um, in the end, I, I think this is a, a nice situation to to catch a Carolina team getting over seven points. There we go. Let's hit that teaser again, and then uh, and uh, part of the Irishman uh, uh, bet that he's he put in and he he texted it to me yesterday is a uh, Salah goal. They play at ten thirty today against Luton Town. Uh, Liverpool does at ten thirty. So if you want a little a little action, uh, why you got this NFL game going on today? Uh, throw a little on Salah to score today. Is uh is that any time score? Any time score, yeah. Okay. I like I like having a little extra, as you know, as they call it, a little action. Right, right. What what is that? EPL? What league is that? That's uh, yeah, that's the Premier League. How how could you not? I mean, it's anti-American not to bet the Premier League, isn't right. it? So, so I mean, I mean if, you're not a true, if you haven't been up for over an hour, you're not a true de- degenerate looking at scores and looking at possible uh, parlays today, in-game parlays. I mean. DraftKings inundates you with all kinds of extra bonuses. They suck you in. So what, t- what team? He's on Liverpool. What he's on Liverpool. He? Salah. Yep. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I, I I'm not as up uh, on my on my soccer these days. But no, uh, no worries there. All right. We'll see everybody back uh, next Thursday. Right. Until then. Well, like always, we're, try we're gonna to win try the day to, today, baby. Try to win the day. All right. Later. All right. See.